Hi everyone, and welcome to another BHCS My World podcast. This episode is the first of a collection of COVID-19 student diary chats. In these student chat podcasts, we'll be talking to some delightful young people from various year groups, many of them you might know, so we can capture a snapshot of what lockdown life has been like through their eyes. Perhaps what they have to say might resonate with you and you will feel you have experienced the same things. What is really important is that you all know there's always someone you can talk to and that it is good to talk if you're finding things difficult. Remember, there's always your teacher, your tutor and your head of year who you can email and some excellent websites which I've listed on this platform of where you can access help outside of the community. So without further ado, sit back, relax and and enjoy listening to the wonderful Charlie in year 11 who is also now preparing for college in September. Hi, Charlie. I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, chat to me about your experiences with this whole lockdown in 2020. How are you feeling? All right? Uh, Right now, I'm feeling okay. Okay, well, let's start with the first question. Charlie, when you were told that schools were closed at the end of March, how did you feel? Well, on that fateful Wednesday evening, um, I was quite surprised, to be honest. Obviously, in retrospect, I know that that was the best decision for the government to take for the safety of everyone. But I was quite surprised and sort of disappointed because I knew that that would probably lead on to um, not having exams and not being able to see friends because the Friday would be the last day of school. So we literally had two days to say goodbye to everyone, which obviously wasn't enough time to sort of consider everything. Um, So, yeah, I was surprised. But now, in retrospect, I realised that that was the best way forward to keep everyone safe in the school community. Charlie, I mean, it's just unheard of. I mean, in my lifetime, I've never... I've never had schools closed like this in my lifetime as a teacher, so it was a real shock for me as well. And, and you know, you've shared a little bit about this, but when you were told that there were no exams, your GCS exams are cancelled, what were the kind of responses that you had? I mean, how did you feel about that? Well, at the start, I was really disappointed because I knew I wouldn't be able to show everything in a regular exam series that I would be able to because they wouldn't be happening. But um, when I found out from the government that the teachers would be the one giving predicted uh, GCSE grades, then I was more pleased because I knew that teachers are the best people that know you in an educational sense and they'll know what grade you would deserve at the end of everything. And I knew that I did well in my mock exams as well. Um, But I was worried for others as well because I was talking to a lot of my friends and they were saying that they didn't take mock exams as seriously as perhaps they should have and they might bear consequences because of that and a lot of people have sort of a massive curve of progress right at the end towards the exams which obviously wouldn't happen because exams were cancelled so I was a little worried for other people. Absolutely Charlie I mean that's 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 really sensitive of you as well. I mean, Charlie, I know that I, as a teacher, went straight into a remote teaching mode, uh, so virtual virtual teaching, um, and I was setting work, obviously, for my year groups, 
I mean, how did you, what did you do to keep learning? I mean, were you, were you, were you doing remote learning yourself? Talk, talk us through what you've done. Uh, I did do some remote learning. So right at the start, before the bridging materials were released, I did a lot of Sentry and Seneca, just sort of pass the time and so I wouldn't sort of forget all the learning strategies. And when my college was released uh, the bridging materials for my specific courses, uh, that was a lot of reading for me specifically just because of my subject choices. And then once my school released the bridging materials, I promised myself that I do at least one thing from that list every day. So I've done a lot of online courses. I've listened to a lot of TED Talks. I've read a lot of articles related to the courses that I want to do in the future, sort of keep myself engaged in learning. And we're going to hear a little bit more about those courses, hopefully later on, when another question I'm going to ask you. Thanks for that, Charlie. I mean, what did you like about lockdown? What were the positives? Because I think quite a lot of us have taken away some real gems from this experience. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Um, a lot of people are saying that it gives them the opportunity to try new things that they never really had the time to do otherwise. And I'm the same. So I've been doing some baking. I've been doing some art. Uh, normally, I wouldn't have any time to do that in a setting where I'm at school most of the time. Um, and we're still we're still able to stay connected despite the fact that we're not able to see each other physically. So I talk to my friends every day. Uh, you can go on social media and read all the people being nice to each other. And I think there's just a real sense of camaraderie. So, you know, everyone's coming out at 8 p.m. on a Thursday to clap for the NHS. Everyone's talking to each other. You see neighbours giving people gifts. So it's sort of really uplifted the community. Oh, absolutely, Charlie. Beautifully said. Um, what did you find was difficult about lockdown? Because it hasn't I been all you- plain sailing. Yes, sorry to interrupt. Carry on. Uh, I think the obvious thing was not being able to see relatives. That was really difficult for a lot of people, myself included. So, for example, it was my grandmother's birthday last week. And obviously we couldn't all go to see her because that would be potentially dangerous. And so only my mum was able to go over because she's been um, buying their shopping for them. So she's not any threat to them. And I know that my brother has been irritated that he's not been able to see his friends for the last around six weeks and I think it's just sort of a lack of motivation in general for a lot of people because when you're not in a school setting your ability to work is already dampened because you're surrounded by all the stuff you would normally have at home when you're not doing work Um, so it has been difficult for a lot of people to sort of stay focused on schoolwork and learning and things like that. Absolutely. I mean, I, th- I think that for me, not, not having any contact really with other adults uh, face-to-face, you know, to, to talk to, um, I found that quite difficult um, myself. Um, and I, I thank goodness for WhatsApp and um, being at Zoom and being able to speak to my family um, around the world. Yeah. Charlie, what stra- strategies did you use to keep going? To, you know, to look after your well-being because there's been a lot of talk about mental health and and physical health and looking after ourselves during lockdown and and um, I'm just interested uh, for a young teenager like yourself, uh, w- w- what have you been doing? Yeah, well, um, a big thing for me was just sort of keeping busy in general because it doesn't give you time to sort of just sit there and think about things or negative things. So even if you're just doing a leisure activity, just keeping your mind at work really helps to stop yourself being overwhelmed 
And also, I'm a person of routine. I always have been. So keeping to a routine has really helped me. So I try to wake up at the same time every day. I try to go to bed around the same time every day. And that really helps me as well as doing exercise and trying to eat healthily has really helped my well-being. And I think it's helped a lot of people as well. Fantastic, Charlie. Um, what are your hopes for going to college? I mean, the, the, apparently, you know, the, the, we're coming out of lockdown slowly and uh, schools and colleges are going to be opening their doors. I mean, what are your hopes for going to college? Well, hopefully it starts as it normally would in September. And with the background knowledge that I've got from the bridging materials that have been supplied to me, hopefully it will be sort of a seamless transition in like it normally would be for a regular year 11 going to college. And hopefully I just think I want to have the same experiences as everyone else who would not be in the middle of a pandemic and hopefully won't impede on my progress and future as a young person in college. Charlie, what, just give me an idea of some of the courses you've chosen for your co your college years. Uh, so I've chosen English literature, medieval history and politics. So as you can imagine, a lot of the bridging materials is just reading a bunch of books. <laughs> well, uh, you know, that's that's what university is like as well. So, so get reading and enjoy it. Uh, Charlie, um, who are the people you turn to for support? Uh, so I think the first people that I would turn to would be my parents because obviously they know me really well and then I'd speak to close friends using social media or things like that. And if it's a more serious concern that you have, then I would consider maybe talking to a mental health professional or uh, speaking on the phone to an organisation like Childline or reaching out to someone via social media. And I think just spending most time with people around you in general Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's, it's important to know that we've got support, um, you know, in, in our homes and also outside in the community and that there are these, these uh, you know, phone lines and websites that we can go and visit um, to get support and to be able to talk to someone. Um, I think I might actually list them in the podcast at the bottom so people can, can see what we mean. Charlie, what, what do you think are the lessons we've learned from the COVID-19 pandemic, what are we going to take away as, as, as a lesson learned? Uh, I think a lot of people have learned that they need to spend a lot more time with um, their relatives, especially extended family who they're not able to see on a day-to-day -day basis because I think a lot of people are regretting that they can't just go to their relative's house and see them right now when they could have done earlier on. And I also think that we've learned that we rely a lot on um, social interactions and when that's taken away from us like it is right now, we sort of need to improvise. And so I think a lot of people, when we come out of lockdown, uh, will be spending a lot more time with their friends and building those friendships. Oh, Charlie, absolutely. It's been such a pleasure chatting to you. It was a pleasure um you know, teaching you and, uh, you know, be, being part of your school life. And I wish you all the best as you go forward into your your college years and, and whatever comes after that. Um, you're a fantastic human being, a wonderful role model. And thank you so much for taking time to talk to me as part of the student um, diaries for the COVID-19 chats. You look after yourself, Charlie. Yes, thank you very much, Miss.